today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by um, ourselves, actually. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. have a sponsor for this, this episode, so it is just brought to ourselves. Um, brought to you by ourselves. I think we're doing a great job, so uh, mm-hmm. keep up the good work, us. We all kind of chipped shout in. Out. Yeah. We all kind of chipped in to sponsor this episode. Yeah. So yeah, if uh, you haven't checked out check them out before check out content Academy. yeah <laughs> yeah i'm uh, just going completely off copy here like yeah you know yeah. i give the copy i give so much more sometimes uh-huh. you know I'm really yeah. passionate about something well, i know. listen to the show every week every week yeah, yeah. faithful listener um yeah was it uh first time first time caller long time listener yeah, long time listener first time caller yeah first time long time caller first time listener yeah Something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm a long time time. host. And last week I was a first time listener, actually. Ah, long time host, first time listener. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. That's classic. So, yeah, make sure you check out Content Academy. Yeah. Um, Well, it's Tuesday again. That means it's time to get the content crew back together for another 45 minutes of, um, of edutainment. This week we're starting a new series. We're going to be talking about toys. Uh, this week, starting things out. Um, Toys, the classic movie starring Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, actually. Uh, yeah. So uh, this week we're going to be uh, talking about Furbies. Kind of that creepy little, like, uh, toy creepy pet thing. Gremlin. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has a beat yeah, for some to... reason. Yeah. Yep. What it is, I don't know. Yeah, it's a Furby. We're going to be it's talking Furby, about that. Exactly. But first, we're going to be talking about some news. I mean, I know we skipped last week, so this news might be a little less fresh than usual. But uh, okay. it is still somewhat this topical. Is, this is two weeks ago tonight. Yeah, two weeks ago. Alex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's see what we have here. Um Oh, I uh, I completely forgot. What do you say we get into some headlines? Crack them open. Oh, it's okay. It's, we can do it. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Pandora will no longer sell mined diamonds and will switch to exclusively laboratory-made diamonds. You guys hear about this? Is what this is outside mon- of their, their music-providing service? Now, is a mined diamond, uh, does that, like, power up your psychic abilities? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. So yeah, the, their mine diamonds are out, laboratory made diamonds are in, uh, cool. but they will still play Lincoln Park on every station that I switch to. <laughs> there it is. Georgie kind of jumped on that. Yeah, one. I it's don't, all right. Yeah, it's all right. Great mind. I was like, like, geez, tough crowd, but yeah. came back around. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to CNN, let's see here. According to CNN, new homes cost thirty six thousand more dollars because of a shortage of lumber kind of weird um it's bad cnn also says that you should eat rice with a fork so okay so cnn i mean that just kind of shows you what kind of information that cnn is putting let's do the hierarchy of uh, utensils to eat rice with yeah so top would be spoon for me top would be (laughs) actually chopsticks for me you know i was thinking about that you can eat one grain at a time yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Saver. <laughs> I would actually put uh like butter knife above fork. Oh yeah. Okay. We've all Just been like, there. Yeah. You don't have any other clean spoons or forks left. You gotta use hey, butter listen. Knife. Yeah. When I was in college, the only utensil I stole from the food court was a knife because of its versatility. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm gonna say, and I did return it at the end of the semester. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. I was like I- that's Here's good. your knife. That's good. Alex, Alex, what have you stolen from your college? Um, not well. They've stolen stuff from me. Uh, primarily oh, really? money. Yeah. <laughs> primarily money. I, I'm I stealing stole a, knowledge from them. I guess I don't know. I stole a stapler. Wow. That's big. Just right off the teacher's desk, or what? It was just like in a random hallway somewhere. Oh, okay. I was just like, I'm gonna take this. You still, <laughs> you That's still mine. Yeah, I still have it. Is it I that mean, brown a, one? It's a swing line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh. That's cool. 
Uh, let's keep on keep going here. Early data from a new report shows that the COVID vaccine is 96% effective in teens. It's kind of cool. Uh, oh, wait, no. Uh, I'm sorry. It actually says 96% effective against teens. Oh. Okay, so that's kind of... So that's kind of... I, I would honestly, either way, you know... I could go either way on that one. It's good. Will it will it uh, prevent teens from uh, calling you a boomer? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because if so, I need that. Yeah, <laughs> you need that one. Well, it's yeah. kind of like how you know that how the COVID vaccine it like injects it actually injects COVID into you. Uh, so right. I think mm-hmm. that the teen one like injects teen blood into you. A little bit of teen. Yeah. <laughs> I was a teenage teen. Yeah. Is the show that comes from that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got bitten by a radioactive teen. Yeah. Did it make you into, into teenage a, teen. make you into a, a weird teen? teen? Yeah. <laughs> you turn into a teenager on a full moon. Yeah. I see. That'd be rough. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, according to The Verge, uh, pretty popular publication, according to The Verge, Google expects most staff to spend about three days per week in the office post-pandemic. Google also expects most discussion about the weather to happen around the water cooler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that kind of, they're making kind of solid, you know, yeah. statements over there. Right. So, because you can see how that prediction would come true. Right. Um, That's a no-brainer. That one's obviously a no-brainer. So that, that was kinda, just kind of to pad the accuracy. Yeah, that kind of yeah. gets their, their, um, uh, stats up yeah exactly yeah that kind of shows that they're reliable if they're saying stuff like that right mm-hmm. let's see here microsoft uh georgia you might um, be interested in this one you probably already yeah. know about this one microsoft sure. has revealed that xbox consoles have always been sold at a loss i thought that was kind of interesting um experts oh, experts so let's kind of see a little bit of the reason why um experts say that it's because playing video games on the console isn't fun so that kind of you can kind of hmm. begin to like, see well We'll just of, let them have this one. <laughs> their reasoning. You can kind of begin to see why they've always been sold at a loss. Yeah, it's probably because Xbox Gold or something like that. Yeah. I, th- I, I thought they were sold at a loss because um, they, the insides are actually lined with gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they also give you two crisp $100 bills whenever you buy an Xbox. Yeah, that too. So that if they kind of cut down on that, I think it would help with the issue a little bit. But yeah. obviously they have it programmed into their, they have it like dialed into their, factored into their, you know, business model. Yeah, so it's just part right. of it. I they think can't that they're kind of, of a loss leader in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't really make sense to me because the, wouldn't that make them a loser? If you're leading yeah, that losing. Yeah. Uh, in more or like a lead loser. Yeah, like if I'm in a race and I'm in twelfth place, I'm not a lost leader. I'm well, lo- you I'm are just, the only I loser though. Lost. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All that aside, um, we got some more news about Peloton. If you guys remember, a few weeks ago, um, yeah. Peloton. Oh, the yeah, Peloton has finally decided to recall their tread and tread plus treadmills. In the past, Peloton has refuted claims by the. Um, CPSC, do we remember what that stands for? Child, <laughs> Child Protective Services oh. Committee? No, I, consumer Protection. Oh, consumer okay. Protection something, right? Maybe. I think last week, we or a few weeks ago, we talked it's about consumer. how it was like Committee of Peloton Safety Committee. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, in, the, in the past, Peloton has refuted claims by the um, Committee of Peloton Safety Committee. Uh, that it's tread plus treadmill caused injuries to small children and pets. Um, so they finally decided to recall their treadmills because of that. Uh, when asked for a comment, Peloton CEO John Foley put his headphones on and broke into a light jog. So he's kind of like dodging all these, um, you know, just co- this controversy. Like, like Mr. Peloton, Mr. Pe- oh, he's got earpods yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, I assume exactly. also he's called something Peloton. So yeah, they addressed John him Peloton, Peloton. Yeah, yeah John Peloton. Peloton. Now it kind of confuses me because as I'm, as I understand it here, he did break into a light jog, but he was on a treadmill. So I don't know why that 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm sure they could still ask him for a comment. He's he's not going anywhere. He's not running away. Um, let's see here. This one I kind of found interesting. Uh, Uber is reportedly developing its own electric car. Uh, no word on any movement yet from Uber Eats. So Uber Eats is kind of like the um, kind of the uh, rival to Uber. Uh, they kind of copied yeah. the name. So you kind of expect when a rival when a rival company does something, the other one will kind of follow suit. But they, I I, I thought Uber Eats was first, and then Uber. Came yeah, after. I kind of I think so. Yeah, because they. Like, and then isn't there Uber Black too? So third maybe. company. Yeah, maybe. Um. Ask. Yeah, like Uber, they came along and they, um, they kind of, they were like, let's trim out the fat from this name, kind of make it our right. own. Uh, Uber, Uber Eats, we can kind of cut out the Eats part, because I think most people have kept the umlauts to, to work. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. No well, people w- were just hitching rides with the Uber Eats delivery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of just a quick anecdote. Uh, as I've told Josh in the past, I pay for this uh, Pan- Panera. It's kind of like a Panera streaming service, but instead of streaming, you get free coffee. Um, it, it streams coffee into your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a whole new kind of streaming service. So because yeah. of that, because I get free coffee, uh, I spend a lot of money at Panera that I wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. So it's kind of a good deal like for them. Um, right. <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, we ordered Panera the other day and, um, when it got delivered, uh, the thing, it was the completely wrong thing. Uh, and the bag said it was an order for Alexis H. So there mm. happened to be a, uh, order for <laughs> like, my order was obviously for Alex H. And then there was another one for Alexis H and they grabbed the wrong one. Um, right. so I called Panera. It's the, uh, Panera on the Plaza. Cause that's the closest one. And they sent me the Alex H one. So got like got twice the one. food just because someone happened to be named Alexis H. Sorry, Alexis. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. You ain't well, getting nothing. You were saying that the Alexis order was kind of weird because it was just six bread bowls with no soup. Right. Yeah. Which I wasn't even mad about. Honestly. I mean, I needed to kind of, we kind of needed to get groceries anyway. Well, you've been using the bread bowls just as, like, bowls to store other stuff. Yes, there. I have. Yeah. Yeah. For I cereal. have. Like, I keep, I have, like, well, cereal, yeah. But also, yeah. I have, like, Pasta. what I would call, like, a little vitamin dish. Okay, um, yeah. That I kind of keep them in. Uh, also. Oh, keys. Keys. Yeah, yeah the key keys dish. Um, next to the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. We have on Fridays, I've been doing this thing where I make a, I eat a bread bowl with red bull in it so i've been doing that um a red bull bread bowl <laughs> yes exactly um so it's kind of like it's kind of like my little treat at the end of the week um but the thing so is gross. you have to i mean you've seen how small like a red bull can is because i think they have like a collaboration with marvel or something so that you feel like the hulk when you hold one um, uh-huh. So the first can, can and a half, it soaks right into the the bread part. As it so should. So you kind of get diminishing returns, and then, of course, the bread bowl is always going to be soggy. Um, but it's got that thick yeah. outer shell, so yeah. you're good. You could, That's you true. could say, could you say that it was? It's a dreadful bread bowl of sometimes, uh, yeah, bread yeah. bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. All that aside, that's why I only do it once a week. Um, so anyway, uh, let's see here. Uber already did that one. Okay, this one's kind of interesting. Um, researchers, researchers, excuse me, researchers have found that people who live beyond the hundred and five years tend to have a unique genetic background that makes their bodies more efficient at repairing DNA, according to a new study. The study also shows that people who are at the age of 105 and older are incredibly racist. Maybe that's it. That's uh, the secret. I, mean, I don't want to say that. Like, I didn't want to say I, it, but... Yeah. Um, maybe that, you know, like, you live yeah. to be 105, but at what cost? Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of like, uh, um, 
like people uh like kids who are hyper who eat a lot of sugar are hyperactive but in mm-hmm. reality it's just hyperactive kids like sugar right it's, correlation it's like the opposite. does not mean yeah. causation so i think rather than being racist causing you to live old live a lot long let's say i think it's that when if you were born 105 years ago i mean i think probably everybody most everybody was racist back then mm-hmm. so that's kind of it was just kind of a sign of the times got par for the um, course although i could see that like racist people are incredibly angry kind of let's say most of the time the hatred and fuels them. the hatred and i think mm-hmm. you honestly live longer if you are <laughs> pissed off life. yeah 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 that so, could be true yeah too mad to die exactly yeah well that's the name of the next uh, 007 movie too mad to, <laughs> too die. Mad to yeah. die yeah now hold yeah. on so that one has it has two o's in it yeah so it good. works out yeah, we're good yeah. yeah that's why i said it's the next one yeah too so. mad to die yeah um, that'll be good i think little nas is doing the, the song this time oh yeah okay i could honestly see that <laughs> that'd be good Okay, last one here before we move on to the Furby talk. Um, a new Oxford study, and I found this one very interesting. A new Oxford study found no link. Let me say this again. A study found no link between teens' use of technology and mental health. So that's kind of interesting. Other right. than other than social media causing debilitating depression. <laughs> what I want to so know kinda is other how... than that. What's the control group here? Because are there any teens that don't use technology or social Absolutely media? Not. The Amish. It's kind of like that one. Cults. Yeah. It's kind of like that one study they did where mm-hmm. like they were studying porn and they tried to find men who didn't look at porn and oh, they couldn't yeah. find any. Yeah. End of probably. study. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably. I would love to read the uh, the what the uh, the abstract on that. Abstract one. on yeah. yeah like two sentences um results are in yeah (laughs) end of study let's see here um so that's it i mean that's it for news two weeks ago can we think of any news stories from this week uh hmm i bet we could come up with elon musk hosting snl really fast did you guys watch that one nope it's better than I expected, yeah, and I went yeah. in with no expectations, so, okay. you know, yeah. it's better than I thought it'd be. Right. I had never heard him talk before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was a, little, huh. a little weird, but nice. Now, how do right. we know that he's not using the Neuralink to make us think it's funny? That's hey. a great point. Well, I and think you'll you say it up you'll... a little bit more in that case. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I, you may say, well, I don't. I never got a Neuralink installed, but hmm. how do you know? That's oh, wow. true. If he came and installed one on you, surely he would erase that memory. Who knows? So kind of just you, food you for thought, know. something to chew on. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, now, now that I'm completely mind fucked, let's move on to the Furby segment. And get okay. ready for more. Okay. <laughs> All right, Georgia. more for those, uh, more to chew on for your brain teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Please never say brain teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably not the last time those words will come out of my mouth. Yeah. All right, get ready for Furbies. So Furby, um, the Furby, F-U-R-B-Y, was invented in, and this is a wild ride. Let's wrap in. Uh, was invented in 1997. Uh, by Dave Hampton, a toy and medical product inventor. thought that was interesting. Crossover there. Uh, and Caleb Chung, who is another toy inventor at Mattel. And he actually grew up in Columbia, Missouri, I uh, found out. Um, Hampton was inspired to make the Furby after Chung brought him to the 1997 mm-hmm. annual Toy Fair show, uh, where he saw the Tamagotchi. Um, he said that uh, Hampton said that the one flaw in the Tamagotchi was that you couldn't pet it, right? Because it just lived in the little keychain. Yeah. Um, so he basically set about creating a physical Tamagotchi. Like he said to Chung, like, I just want something to be my little friend. <laughs> this is what he's quoted as saying. Um, so Ham- uh, Hampton worked on like the programming of Furby and then Chung 
essentially worked on like the guts or the mechanics uh, of, of the Furby. And the first working name was Lolo, which stands for it lives on love only. And the later Furball like that and then later got shortened to Furby. Um, so and this is kind of where it starts to get crazy. Furby was eventually licensed to Tiger, Product, Tiger Electronics, uh, which Hasbro acquired in 1998, uh, which suddenly gave the Furby team all of these resources they needed to finish uh, developing the product. And it actually, this is the crazy part to me, if you know anything about toys, um, it debuted at the FAO Schwartz toy store, the iconic FAO Schwartz uh, in New York City on October 2nd, 1998. So we go from February, 1997 to released 1990, in 1998 in October. This is an insanely short period of time for a toy to go from inception to release. Yeah. And like five percent of toys pitched never make it. Or like or five let me rephrase that. Five percent of toys pitched are the ones that make it. Like, wow. like very, very few yeah. toys yeah. ever make it. And usually they spend quite a long time uh, in production. So it's very, very quick. Um these toys debuted at uh, thirty-five dollars. Uh and the store had thirty-five thousand Furbies back ordered by the first week, which wow. is insane. Um in the last three months of the year, after it's released, so October to the end of the Christmas shopping season, 1.8 million Furbies were sold, according to Time Magazine. And in 1999, the following year, that number went up to 14 million. Uh, and then by 2001, 40 million Furbies had been sold. So just insane numbers. Yeah. Um, I cannot get out over that amount of Furbies. Um, what was really groundbreaking for the Furby uh, was kind of its price point. Um, $35, uh, which I adjusted for inflation, that would have been about $57 uh, in 2021 money. So, not as really cheap, but if you're going to give your kid like what maybe one nice present for Christmas, well, maybe approachable. It wasn't $100. You know, it was it was approachable. So And Children certainly wanted them. I spent a lot of time watching Furby commercials that were weird um, and felt very 90s. Uh, they were very heavily marketed. Um, and the the FAO shorts release was crazy. They had like a um, they had like a, a little person inside of a Furby costume, and Dave Hampton was there, and he gave all this like presentation on the backstory of the Furby universe. It was insane. Um, There's Furby lore. There is Furby lore, which I'm going to get into a little bit, actually. Okay. Um, starting with the Furby language, Furbish. This is adorable. Uh, this is crazy. It's based off of four languages that Hampton picked up while he was in the Navy. So it's actually based off real languages. Um, Japanese, Thai, Chinese, and Hebrew. Um, and then Furby was, and this is the crazy part, too. He was intentionally created to give the illusion that it's alive. Um, and this is kind of one of the unnerving things about it. Our, yeah. For example, Furby gives the impression that it's slowly learning English. So it starts off speaking only Furbish. And then later, like the more you play with it, it kind of switches to English. Um, so it gives the illusion of intelligence, like it's learning from you. And that unnerved a lot of people. Um, still really cool. Because all... It's, it's, it's a neat concept to just, like, let's give the illusion that it's learning, but really we're just programming it so that over this set period of time, you know, if it's played with long enough, it just starts switching to English words. Yeah. So I thought that was neat. Um, and all of the robotic toys up to this point, like, required buttons or squeezing or, like, some something, right, an on and off switch. Also, Furby did not have an on and off switch. I don't know if you guys knew that. There's no on-off switches. You, you just have to turn the batteries take out batter of the thing. Yeah, take the batteries out of the Yeah, and even then, which I'll circle back to later, sometimes that does not mean they're off. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Hold no, on. We'll, I'll touch on that. I'll touch on that a little bit later. I'll circle back to that. <laughs> we'll circle back to it later. And we'll do a larger circle. That would be a very tiny <laughs> circle if I just finished it now. Uh, so Furby's impression that it learns English over time gave raise uh, to this myth that it could record information set around it. So kind of like it was the first name on Alexa, uh, if you will. This led to the uh, National Security Agency, the NSA uh, of the U.S., to ban Furbies from NSA property in 1999. So like no employees could like have them on the yeah. campus. Um, the claim, it wasn't a super, they lifted the ban eventually. Um, 
the claim was disproved by inventor Dave Hampton. Right now, employees were like, finally, I can bring my Furby back to the office. (laughs) He was getting lonely. Um, So, but it was disproved by Dave Hampton and the owner of Tiger Electronics. Um, But as I'm going to kind of go over the generations of Furbies, um, the newest iteration of Furby does have Bluetooth. So there are some security concerns there. So something to, to watch out for. So now I'm just going to kind of go over all the iterations of Furbies. Um, again, very, very short period of time from 1988. And then the most recent one was actually released in, in 2016, which, um, and there was a big gap kind of between 2016 and the, and the previous one. So I'm just going to take you through them. The first generation was in 1998. Uh, there were 48 regular editions, or 48 versions of them. Uh, there was a tickle center sensor, so they could like you could tickle them. There was a tilt center, an infrared port in, on their forehead, uh, and a light sensor on their forehead as well. Um, and some infrared for the infrared. So it was how um, like if you set two Furbies in front of each other, they could know oh. it's another Furby and talk to each other. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's on their forehead. Um, and some have manes, some have tails, so they all like looked unique. Uh, and again, uh, no off switch. They also did not have voice recognition, which some people thought that they did, um, but they, they actually don't, which I thought was kind of interesting because um, they kind of act like they do. The yeah. second generation, as in 1999, these are the Furby Babies, which I kept wanting to call for babies, but it's just Furby Babies. Yeah. They're much smaller. Um, I actually think I had one of these. A oh, Furby really? Baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a Furby Happy Meal toy. There was also, yeah. there was all kinds of other... You know, the happy meal things like that. Yeah. Um, they're much smaller, more like vocabulary and higher pitched, faster voices. And when you wake it up, it asks if you're it's the mother or father. So kind of endearing. Um, and I believe the Furby original kind Furbies of would be yes like to traditional mm-hmm. gender roles. A, right. It's reaffirming traditional gender roles, unfortunately. unfortunately. But it was nineteen ninety nine, so what are you gonna do? Um yeah. also Big Furbies would be like, oh, baby, kind of thing. When Are you the father or mother or would prefer not to specify? Are you the birthing <laughs> person? Like, at least do that, yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, I, as far as I know, the 2016 Furby doesn't have any of that either. Just more reaffirming traditional Furby gender roles. I don't know. Maybe Furbies <laughs> are very old-fashioned. Who knows? Um. <laughs> But then here we kind of get into some Furby spinoffs, which there is this whole bootleg Furby uh, market, which yeah. is disturbing. Those are crazy looking. But um, this fur- there's also a Furby spinoff called Shelby's. Um, it's basically a Furby in a clamshell. Yeah. They're hideous. Um, like they're very, very short-lived. Uh, I encourage you to Google a picture of one. Um, they Don't sold from 2001 to 2000- I'll share one later, so you have to look at it. Uh, 2001 to 2002, and then according to the Furby fandom wiki, uh, Shelby's are cocky and vulgar and would say phrases like shiver me timbers and bah humbug. Like they were just Hmm. like these cranky toys. They were kind of terrible. Uh, And they could interact with Furbies, but yeah, just not nice. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why they sold them. Uh, Just expanding the Furby verse, I guess. the third generation was in 2005. Uh, we're now looking at the Emototronic Furby. This is the largest Furby size ever produced. Uh, they do have voice recognition and more emotions, um, hence the Emototronic. Um, and I believe this is when uh, the, the eyes kind of changed. Uh, I believe at this point they had, had uh, LED eyes instead of those disturbing actual yeah. eyeballs. Um, <laughs> The next one is my favorite fourth generation, which is also in 2005, the Emototronic Furby Babies. These are weird because they kind of have, they have less features than the adults, so not as much interaction, but they have legs. So normal Furbies have little foots at the bottom, Yeah. but these Furbies have like haunches. They have legs on them and it's very, it's. It's very weird. And something I came across while researching Furbies was this uh, phrase. I was going to talk about this later, but I'll talk about it now. This phrase called blurst. This is combining cursed and blessed. Hashtag blurst. So, and I feel like that just sums up a lot of the 
Furby images you see, because part of it is like, part of me likes this, but also I hate what I'm looking at. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of Furby's for you. Um, sixth generation or the the fifth generation was in 2006. The funky Furby, uh, they have brightly colored fluffy tails. Uh, they could sing, but not very well. Uh, these were short lived. They were discontinued around the same time as the 2005 Emototronic Furbies. Uh, then we have a huge gap. Sixth generation is six years later in 2012. This is now the first Furby with an app. So trying to get modern for the kids. That's cool. No speech recognitions. They took that out again. Uh, completely digital eyes uh, and six personality types. So that was that was kind of different. Um, random, which one do you get? Uh, I think you could change honestly, it. Honestly, you could influence it. Oh. And that's something I'll talk about. I know that's definitely a thing with the, the newest Furby. And I watched some weird videos on that, too. So mm, I'll touch yeah. on that. Um, the next generation, seventh generation, was in 2013. Furby Party Rockers, uh, which I've never heard of. Very small. The LMFAO not... crossover. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> party rocking Furbers in the house tonight. Do they um, apologize for party rocking? That's what I want to know. No. Yeah. No. Furbies don't, don't say sorry. I don't think you should. No, uh, they, they were very small. Um, they did not have a functional beak, meaning it didn't like move uh, when when they talk. Um, the eyes would light up when they speak, and they had um, those like creepy lenticular eyes where like they like follow you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of creepy. Um, and then at the eighth generation is in thir in 2013. The Furby Boom Boom is capitalized, of course. Um, they're infamously the buggiest Furby or glitchiest um, due to a rushed production to have them ready by Christmas. Um, but they did have an upgraded app, more personalities, better digital eyes, and um, kind of neat multicolored multi patterned fur. So visually, they looked they looked cool, but that was kind of the they weren't the best. Um, the ninth generation is in 2014. These are the Furblings. Uh, they're tiny plushies with non-functional beaks. Uh, you squeeze them to for a button inside to trigger phrases. So this is a real step backwards. This is almost going back to the pre-1990 electronic toys when you had to yeah. squeeze them to get you know buttons. Also had lenticular eyes and can interact with the Furby booms. So I think they were maybe just trying trying to get the Furby booms out of the trash. Mm. You know, have something uh, give people a reason to to buy more yeah. things. Uh, and then lastly, we come to the final 10th generation, the most uh, recent iteration of uh, the Furby Connect. Um, they have five different solid colors, so they really strip back some of the individuality-ness that you kind of get in the original generation of Furbies. But um, they are kind of better looking. They're more of an owl shape. They have bigger ears that aren't furry. Uh, they also have like a little antenna on, on top so they can connect to Bluetooth. Uh, cute LCD eyes. Um, they have a new app, and it it doesn't have the baby equivalent. Most of these had like a baby version, um, but you could in the app you had like virtual furblings, so hmm. you could have babies in the app and just have your one physical yeah uh, Furby Connect. And again, no off switch, uh, but it does have a sleep mask, which hmm. according to the the research I've done, um, you have to put it on exactly right. Or it will not work. <laughs> so uh, there was a very scathing review in Wired that I that I read, and uh, yeah, not not fun was not had <laughs> by the Furby Connect. Yeah. Um. So ten generations of Furbies going from from 1998 to to 2016. No um, idea so there were so many. Between. I didn't either, honestly. Um. Like I figured there would be like a couple here and there, but um. I mean, really, none of them sold as well as first generation Furby. So did After that, it was just kind of cash grabs. Uh, yeah. As far as like, as far as I know, the original ones are not made anymore. They're only doing Furby Connects. Um, I don't think they've been discontinued. So yeah, that's where They're we are right now. Chasing the dragon of those original. Yeah, exactly. And trying to stay uh, modern with the app capabilities. So, um. But like I was saying, the most popular Furby among collectors is definitely the OG 1998 Furby. Um, and you'd, you'd think that this would be like 
wildly expensive, um, but they're actually pretty cheap since the toys were so mass produced yeah. and consumer interest peaked and dove so quickly that like there's there's almost too many. Now you you see will that. see like Furbies for like three hundred dollars, like mint condition in box, never opened yeah. nineteen ninety eight Furby three hundred thirty dollars, but um you but you can you can really get one for like 40 20 to 40 dollars on, on ebay or some of the limited edition ones for 70 dollars like you shouldn't be paying more than that for a furby yeah and that's what i found out like don't get don't get scammed by the furbies um yeah in the original release there was actually a lot of fraud going on of people selling furbies and not and ever delivering them hmm. it was crazy time it was a crazy time um now like these tricked out modded furbies uh, on the other hand, are really high dollar items. So collectors will buy an original Furby and then like completely mod it out. Um, and there's a huge Tumblr community dedicated to Furby rescue and refurbishing, refurbishing. Here's my um, Furby. And He's a rescue. <laughs> that's exactly what those posts yeah. are like. Honestly, are like here's here's me and watermelon salt, and we're on our first plane ride together. And they, really they give them rescued me, like though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the the bumper stickers on the back. You know, yeah. like you know, proud Furby rescue mom, that kind of thing. Um, and of course, you may uh, remember the viral long Furby, uh, one of what the community refers to as odd bodies, um, or basically Furbies that have been given additional parts. So I am following an odd body Furby maker on Instagram now, and it's great. They're ridiculous-looking cool. Furbies. So yeah, basically you take a Furby head, you take all the guts and parts out, so they're pretty much inactive at that point. And then you find similar fabric, and you just make it as long as you want to, yeah. and add the feet at the end that you've saved. And it's and sometimes you give them like uh, like bendable spines, you know, and you you know just make them weird. And it's pretty wholesome. It's pretty wholesome yeah. content. Again, blurst because you're kind of like yeah. no, but yes, I guess. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I it's I'll kind of talk about this later. It is still a very wholesome community because of the whole like refurbishing thing. Um, oh, and to come full circle to what I was talking about earlier, um, a lot of people claim that their Furby is like possessed or demonic. Right. You know, probably heard a lot of stories about Furby's coming to life, turning on by itself. Um, from what I heard, if you even if you've taken the batteries out. And like, let's say you just put it in a dark closet for a long time. There still could be like some juice in it in the circuits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that'll just fire every once in a while. And you, your Furby might just be like, like, dabble. Just say something, yeah. <laughs> and then just like keep going and like freak out your grandma or something and like that. Of course, you hear that once after you know you took the batteries out and you're like, obviously. And then you're scarred for life. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because things so, don't work um, if they don't have batteries in them right yeah so it's that's kind of where that myth has, has come from but the furby community is actually they're actually pretty cool i I was on the furby reddit for a long time the past week um for a lot of people it's like a coping mechanism just as much as a hobby um because it combines this like cuddly cute factor also with the ability to like tinker with their programming and mechanics um a lot of community members find relief from like adhd or other, you know, mental health struggles by working on and collecting Furbies. You know, there's just something very wholesome about taking this thing that was, like, forgotten and some people think is, like, creepy or cursed and then, you know, rescuing it, so to speak, and customizing it and kind of making it this new thing. So yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, I also did find one guy on YouTube who spent seven years uh, building a Furby piano or uh, organ piano which is kind of disturbing looking, but um, using like circuit bending so that they would like make specific sounds. Uh, it's crazy oh, to look at. Mm -hmm. And another guy made a Furby into an Amazon Echo, which I thought was ingenious. That's actually really cool. Right? Like, yeah. So he'd be like, and he, he, he called her like for Alexa. So he'd be like, hey, for Alexa, what's the weather today? And I, I, I I would like it better if it kept the Furby voice, even yeah. though I hate the Furby voice, yeah. but it still sounds like Alexa. But he made it so that like the eyes would blink and the mouth mm -hmm. would move as you know the Alexa was talking. So kind of cute stuff. But um that's 
that's Furby's, man. The long and short of the Furby story. It's a wild, very short ride, really, from the top to the bottom. But they've kind of been given new life by a community of people who really love them. That's all great, but I think we should let Furbies die. Let Furbies die? I mean, here's the thing. There's only so many of the OG Furbies. That's true. There's They're going to run out someday. <laughs> so, which is kind of sad, in a way. Now, is this you know, owned like by Furbies. Hasbro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, so Tiger Electronics is, uh, was bought by, by Hasbro, so they are from Hasbro. Huh. Now, uh, I know that there's still uh, some kind of activity going on within the Furby brand because we just watched this new animated movie on Netflix called The Mitchells vs. The Mitchells Machines. Versus the machines. I, highly I watched that. Yeah. yeah, and there's a there's yeah. that came out like the other day and it has yeah, uh, like Furbies a few weeks ago. Yeah. 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 The Furby scene was hilarious. Yeah. It's I so thought. funny, like the movie has such a distinct art style, but the Furbies mm-hmm. are like photorealistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess because they want like the brand to show through. Yeah, that's what I would say. But but I'm kind of surprised. Like maybe Hasbro is working on like uh uh they want it to be seen as like a retro toy, so maybe they're not. Yeah, new I ones. think it would be cool if they like did a limited release of some OG Furbies. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like I think. I think their design is cool. They're supposed to be like yeah. this kind of owl thing, kind of. Um, I think that was kind of it's like owl mixed with um, uh, Mogwai from that Gremlins movie. You know, it's yeah. kind of mushed together. I um, so I think their design is cool, and the old ones were neat because they'd have like animal print patterns or like the manes and the tails and stuff. So I think they were kind of cool. But these, the new ones, seem much more like, like. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the word? Like they've got a makeover and they're very um, streamlined. I don't know. I liked mm. the the rusticness of the original Furbies. Yeah, they're kind of neat. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Um, That's Furbies. Great. So next up, uh, got a little bit of a puzzle for you guys. So we've got okay a little bit, a lot of Content Academy coming up. But first, we need to grab our grab our thinking caps and a magnifying glass and um and it's been so long i can't even remember what they right it's hard uh we got a mystery on our hands yeah there's something i'm missing now but whatever um so what are (laughs) so give me just two separate kinds of furbies that i can use for this well furblings furbling furblings and then uh funky furby okay uh, so you guys ready for this? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. A girl meets a um, furbling and a funky Furby in the Furby forest. So I don't know if you guys know this, but the Furby forest is kind of the in-universe like place where all the Furbies come from. Furbyverse. Thank you. Sure, yeah. Um, the Furbling lies every monday tuesday and wednesday that's you always get the sentence where you're like this okay that's what kind of puzzle it is (laughs) okay so so i have to take notes now hold on yeah okay so the funky furby Furby forest yeah yeah funky furby lies yeah i got the funky uh, yes (laughs) we're in the furby forest got that we're on the furbling right now okay so furbling mondays tuesdays and wednesdays Obviously, every other day he speaks the truth. Okay. Um, The uh, funky Furby lies on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And um, so you got that. Mm -hmm. So the Furbling tells the girl that yesterday he was lying. uh, And the funky Furby says, so was I. So what day is it? Mm. oh my gosh if the fur so we could assume start by assuming the fur bling is telling the truth so that takes us to thursday friday saturday or sunday sunday is not mentioned in this puzzle at all um 
So Furling says on yesterday sun- I was only lying. I lie only on Sundays. Alex lies on yeah. Sundays. Okay. okay. Um. So the Furbling yesterday says, uh, yesterday I was lying, and Funky Furby says, so was I. So it can't be so, Sunday because they both tell the tr- they're both telling the truth on Sunday. Right. I mean, if if it was Thursday, Furbling could say. Hey, yesterday I was lying, and you'd be telling the truth because one is a Thursday, so you could tell the truth. And yesterday, yeah, he was lying. Um, but yep, on Wednesday, Funky Furby was not lying. So if we could take it to Friday, that's the one work because that's out of Furbling's lying days. It's it's got to be Thursday because Fur- so Furbling says yesterday I was lying. Wednesday. And Fur Funky Furby says I was lying as well, but that's a lie. Because it's Thursday. I think we lost Georgia. Oh, man. They'll be back. The Furbies got to her. Oh, no. We were getting too close to the right answer. Yeah, I'm going to lock it in as Thursday. Thursday. You think so? What do you think, Georgia? Yeah, because I mean, I guess uh, Funky Furby could be lying about yeah about the day before because he would have actually been telling the truth. But on Thursday, he'd be like, "Yeah, was totally lying." He would have been like, "New body day," <laughs> and, and for yeah. the Furbling would be like, "You know, body day, ooh day," something, and you'd be like. Of course. Something. So yeah, Thursday. It in. is Thursday. Good job, guys. Sweet. Great. Cool. Nice. All right. So uh, before we say goodbye for this week, Josh, you have something to talk to us about. Um. Well, I I know it's been a while since we uh, checked my voicemail. Uh, it's probably mm-hmm. I probably got a ton of messages on there. Oh, um, we, we we probably Holy only cool. have we probably only have time for like one though. Yeah. Um, let's just see whatever the most recent one is. Okay. Um, okay, so I'll put in my password here. Okay, first voicemail. Here password we go. is one, two, three, four. You don't say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. First voicemail. Hello, Joshua. <laughs> oh, no. This is John Mulaney. You may have heard some few things about me recently in the tabloids, and I just wanted to set a few things straight. (laughs) I was in rehab, that much is true, but it was not for alcohol and drugs. It was because I was addicted to playing the game Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, no. Oh, not John. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you're familiar with this game, but it lets you do whatever you want. You are allowed to do anything in this game. Oh, wow. And it is so beautiful that it's worth installing just to see. (laughs) Oh, wow. I was immediately sucked into the world of Raid Shadow Legends, leveling up my champions, going on the titular raids. (laughs) My wife was having none of this. Oh, no. Oh, no. This created a rift between us. A raid rift, if you will. <laughs> and I was forced to divorce her. Oh, no. Divorce is such a funny word. Open it mic sounds mic. like a Disney villain who open is trying mic. to kidnap a princess. Practicing for oh, open no. mic. Anyway. <laughs> Testing out material in his voicemail. My marriage is no more. Man. And it's probably for the best. This lets me play Raid Shadow Legends as much as I want. Yeah. Okay. It's like a But app, right? I still want to make time for us to work on our screenplay together. Okay. Star Wars Episode 15. Skipping numbers. We wanted to get in on the ground floor on 15. <laughs> to have it ready by the time they needed it. Yeah. Smart. 
Anyway, hope you're doing great. Bye-bye. Do you think that he'll do, just after he says bye-bye, do you think the voicemail is actually a little bit longer and he'll do the quicksand joke? Just kidding, I am still here. (laughs) You know, when I was younger, I thought quicksand would be a much bigger problem. There it is. There it is. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) See, because he's been out of practice, so he needs to practice his hitters. Yeah, Yeah. he's working on his material. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything until we kind of had it, you know, done. But, yeah, but John and I. Star Wars 15. Oh. We've been working on Star so Wars 15. So, kind of a comedy angle? No. No? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are. Our right. one yet. Yeah. Yeah, right? it's pretty dark. Palpatine <laughs> comes back again. <laughs> yeah. Um, All the younglings the die again. <laughs> yeah, we bring the. We had kind of just assume that the younglings will be brought back in episode 13, 14. Yeah. And then yeah. we just kill them again. I see. But our idea was, you know, by the time they're ready for an episode 15, we would just have it. Yeah. You know, That's smart. ready. Yeah. That's smart. Good idea. Smart. Yeah. Not that far away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. So uh, that's about it for this week. Um, Before we sign off, Georgia, do you want to give us a little sneak preview of the toy we'll be talking about next week? Well, get ready for more down the uh, nostalgia lane because we're going to take a look at another electronic toy. So that's it. That's the one. We're going to focus on that fire the Furby, so uh, make sure you get out your Tamagotchi. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. For that, can we do the little toy where, like, it's a little cup with a ball on a string, and you try to we could get the ball that. in yeah. the cup? Well, we could also uh, if, if you didn't get it in the cup, did it die? No. no. Did you have to do it however many, you know, and you had to have your mom do it while you were at school, so yeah. it didn't die? Because we didn't have that um, point. Another yeah. kind of thing to factor in is those toys where it's like filled with water, and there's like one. I button. knew you were gonna say that. I knew <laughs> the you were gonna say that. Trying to get the rings on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so very early. Kind of have maybe yeah. an episode or two on that one. Just the shampoo yeah. bottle toys. That yeah. Was, that was a lot of people's first game console. Yeah. It was. We could yeah. also do an episode on like holding a stick and like poking it in dirt. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to the first, like, or kind of like finding a stick that kind of is bent in a weird way, that so it looks like a gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Classic, also. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I've always wanted to try the thing where you have a stick and then the wheel, and you try to get the stick to move with the wheel. Yeah. But it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it just looks so fun when you see all it the kids really in the old timey movies doing it. it you're like, yeah. ah, that yeah. looks like fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do it up. Yeah. I'm doing an episode or two on that one. Yeah. Or two, um, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks. <laughs> well, one on the stick and one on the hoop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Off the cover. Exactly. And then, like, you get, like, the second and third generations, too. So, yeah. Off the cover. All right, cool. Well, thanks for tuning in this week, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.